You guys are really hip with the kids, I gotta say. You're you're nailing this PR PR stuff. We we we, we rule the social meds. <laughs> uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz. As we say around here, they can't all be winners. Thanks for joining. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. It's been a good week. It's been a week, I think. I don't know. I'm starting to... I, somebody literally said, hey, can you have this to me by Monday? And my thought was, what... Wh- I don't even... Not even when is Monday, just what is Monday? But sure. It's been a week? Yes. It's been... Sub- sure. We'll call it a week. Can I, can I get it to you? Sure, I can. I've, I've got to do a podcast between now and then, but sure, I got time. Why not? We paid our, we, we made our last tuition payment to Dowling this week, and you know Lucas did his last Lucas did his last day of, of senior year. So yeah, yeah, it's been a good week. It's been a really good week. Yeah. So now that just uh, that gets you off the hook of the Dowling tuition, now puts you on the hook for the Bradley tuition. So yeah, yeah, progress. it kind of does. Actually, our our guest this week is graduating senior Lucas Johnson. Love you, Dad. Hi. Hey, I, I, um, <laughs> you, Lucas prepared some like walk-up music. Um, wanted to have some walk-up music played for when he came on. Lucas recorded that. Yeah. Just for, just for you, Todd. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, I think we owe music royalties to somebody now. They're going to they're, they're get, get 60% of our, of our revenue. <laughs> yeah, me. You owe royalties to me now. Oh, because you recorded it. Oh, yeah. Lord. So you're going to take a percentage of our 22 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. You uh, didn't listen to last week's show, did you? No. <laughs> I did not. I'm going to be honest. Hey, hey, guys! Uh, don't, 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 just don't start doing the bits. I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just here for the thing, and then I'm done. <laughs> I asked Lucas on to share with us a story that he used for his creative writing class. He shared with me this week um, all of the creating creative writing stories that he did in his fall semester, which he shared with us um, during the year, and they were really enjoyable. We enjoyed listening to them, so. As I was reading back through them, one of them really struck me, and I thought it was—I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, so I asked him if he would come on and tell us this story and tell tell our listeners this story. But as long as we've got him, you know, we'll see how long he—we'll see how long we can have him stick around, and maybe he'll stick around for this week. I learned. How about that? I'm locked in the room. My father has locked me in this room, and I'm not a, not escaping. So it's not much of my choice. Um, <laughs> But yes, you did ask me to come on the show and talk give, talk about a story. It's actually a annual thing that um, usually comes up. Every Halloween, we go to Sleepy Hollow Scream Park. It's like a, I want to say haunted house, but they're hardly houses. It's more like a short maze that you walk through um, where 
clowns and other things jump out at you, you know, classic Halloween stuff. And this started, we started going. Hold on. I, I bumped on clowns or classic Halloween. Oh, yeah. You know, like two two places for clowns to be. Halloween and birthday parties. Children's birthday parties. Okay. Abs, total fear factor or, you know, happy birthday, Todd, I guess. Happy, happy birthday, Todd. <laughs> Here's a clown. It's, you got to figure out whether it's a party clown or a Halloween clown. Good luck. So yeah, we uh, we started this tradition like two or three years ago, and we've been going to this scream park ever since. And now, how how this park is set up is it's like one like main like courtyard area with all the houses around the outside, and a lot of time is spent in that courtyard area just like trying to build up the courage to go in. You're like looking at the house, and you're like. Uh, I don't know. And you like turn to your friend and you're like, Do you, should, uh, should we? Uh, uh, and then like maybe an hour or so later, you we decide to go in. And we, since, like I said before, it's a maze of sorts, there's not a lot of like horizontal space. So it usually ends up being a single file line of like frightened children, like huddling behind each other like a terrified conga line if you will <laughs> i love their first album terrified conga line their first <laughs> album was awesome new band name idea okay i got it um you're making a note for a new band yeah. name idea terrified conga line i love it um and of course in in this line there has to be someone who's at the front and you could probably guess which unlucky soul that happened to be every year. It, it was me. I, I don't know if I need to say that. Um, this is going to be the most terrifying thing that we will do all year. Our, 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 our mortal survival depends on our leader. Somebody get me a guy that plays a flute. They're dangerous. We're dangerous. Bring it. Almost yeah. a Pied Piper. You're almost yeah. a Pied Piper, if you will. Yes, it would be. <laughs> Control zombies with follow him. He looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, they don't get a choice if they they follow me. That's, so um, these people are following you. You're friends. Yeah. So okay. they're all like huddled behind me, and I like to think that I handle scary stuff pretty well. I well, I I don't think I handle them in the most conventional sense, like you know, scream, run away. Instead, I I tend to be a bit more of a jerk. Um, and my fear well, and, to handle it. Yeah. My, my, my fear and anxiety manifests in like awkward, awkward, like small talk. I try to make, you know, like, Oh, this is normal. Like there's a, there's a zombie with like a bloody face in front of me. I was like, it's fine. You know, if I tell myself enough that it's not scary, it won't be scary. And you can imagine the patrons of the establishment really appreciate it when they like go through all this hard work and then this like teen walks in with a smug look on his face. He's like, mm, how's, your, how's your evening going? That, that does assume that there is a teen out there that doesn't have a smug look on their face, but that's that, a whole <laughs> other thing altogether. Good point right there. <laughs> so, so, so you're in the parking lot. You've got the courage up. You've lined up in your conga line. Yeah, of course. We walk into the first 
first maze slash house thing, and it's called Blood Castle. You know, beautiful, beautiful name. And the person at the front is like ushering people in. You go in like five people at a time. And we walk up single file line, of course, with me in the front. And she like sticks out her hand to block block us because like the group in front of us has to get ahead a little bit. So it's maybe a good 30 seconds where we have to stand there awkwardly staring at each other, like face to face with the zombie and then cowering children behind me. And you know I'm not going to be silent for 30 seconds. <laughs> no. Just staring at this bloody, gory zombie in front of me. You were silent for an entire day of our vacation in London, but I'm going to leave that to the side as well. Sorry, please continue. You know, if I had to choose between like... Talking to a zombie or talking to me, you'd choose a zombie. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Not exactly where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. it. It's fine. It's cool. Like, it's whatever. Like, fine. So I'm making, I'm making small talk with this zombie and not getting a lot back. Honestly, zombies don't have a, the largest vocabulary or at least she was just a very good actor or actress. And eventually like, I'm like, so the stock market am i right and like she's just like dude she she eventually like broke character and she's like come on man <laughs> you ruin it for the rest of us why are you gonna be like that I, <laughs> I did shut up after that point <laughs> but he comes back he every year he comes back with a hilarious story of exploring the Sleepy Hollow Sports Park uh, Zombie Land Adventure, you know, between him and Adam and uh, I don't know. I mean, there's there's a dozen of them that go. Uh, a lot of us, whoever whoever's willing, you know, whoever we can trick into coming that year. <laughs> Who was the newbie last year? Oh, I think it was Sandy, and she nice. she she did not have a good time. <laughs> yeah, like. I think she was behind Adam, and he was wearing a hoodie, but, like, it, he wasn't the one that got to use the hood. That was her. Like, her full face was into the back of his hoodie. And it, it's great going every year because you start to get to know the people. There's, like, there's one clown guy, I think. I don't remember his name. I want to say Jerry, but I don't think that's right. Jerry the zombie? Jerry the zombie clown. I think that would be appropriate, but he has a he has a little little Love rubber ducky. Third album, <laughs> Jerry the Zombie Clown and the Zombettes. Was there a clown posse? There was. There was a, a lot of clowns. Now that I think about it, in fact, it was mostly clowns. It was insane. It was insane. <laughs> the whole thing was insane. It was intense. But yeah, I met. A zombie clown named Jerry, and he had a rubber ducky one year, and he didn't bring it back the next year, and I was really sad, but I got a selfie with him, so it was cool. I might have to have, send that to you so you can post that. <laughs> well, there's already a picture of you and me and Todd on the website. Okay. On the, on the about, on our about page. Mm-hmm. We have a website? Oh, that's right. There are There are so few pictures, actually, Todd, of you and I together. Um, you just Photoshop them. I could, I could just Photoshop. I've got, 
Yeah, I've got I've got pictures of Todd, and we have pictures of me. But there are very for some reason there are very few pictures of Todd and I together. Um, we're lucky enough to get the one of you and I in the car that we use for the logo. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, because I think that was the that was the one time somebody said, "Hey, you two, get in the car." Okay, sure. Oh, okay. I look through all of our I, I look through all of our London pictures. That was the only one where you and I were together. Either you had the camera or I had the camera. Yeah, that's, that's, all... that's pretty much how it worked. <laughs> that's pretty much how it worked. <laughs> so that was the, that was the, you know, that was, that was yeah. the rundown. That's, that's how I conned Lucas into coming yeah. on the show. And now, now you got me. And yeah, right. And now we got you. Yeah. yeah. So now what? Now what do we do? <laughs> well, generally we go into uh, updates and follow up from last week. Yeah, Lucas um, can't help here, however, because he didn't listen to last week. So he didn't do the homework. Nope. No, I can, I can, I can fill in. I know what's going on. <laughs> no, that's not true. You listened to a little bit of last week's show. You just didn't listen to the entire thing. He was stuck in the car, Lucas. You were stuck in the car with Dwayne, weren't you? Probably. He forced you to listen. Yeah. I don't know. He came up into the kitchen when it was playing. I I, I, don't I distinctly remembered like curled up being curled up in the fetal position of the back seat that's how i listen to this show too yeah <laughs> that's how i record it ah. last week todd told the story of his frustrations with the breathe app ah i remember this right I, so. this was the part i heard and that story got a lot of feedback so one of the things <laughs> we do at the top of the show here generally is talk about talk about the feedback and um i got several notes on how funny that was <laughs> um and and how the breathe app is causing todd anxiety so that was <laughs> that was fantastic we're really glad you shared that story todd that was great In- including the one bit of feedback i got was on sunday or saturday i think it was from you Dwayne, saying hey the breathe app just told me i'm supposed to breathe I'm not falling for it <laughs> i'm not I, I i know what path that leads me down you know it's not any good. It's a slippery slope. It really is. It's dangerous. Uh, Felderman texted me. He got lots of warm fuzzies on the National Guard comments. And and he still hates soccer. So, you know, we, t- we talked about things to talk about, things to not talk about. He yeah. does not want you to talk about Premier League soccer. Boy, he's going to be sadly disappointed in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> because they're going to play soccer, aren't they? Somebody, somebody's going to kick a ball at some point. And you're going to talk about it on this show, aren't you? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't rule it out. They're, they're already so, social distancing when they play soccer. You know, they're spread out across that huge field and just passing to each other. They might need to like wrap their shoe in like plastic wrap, you know, to keep the germs off that. But they're going to do it without fans. They're going to play baseball without fans, too. I okay. know they are. Yeah, that one's that one's social distancing, too. I feel like we're touching on to. A topic you guys have already done. Have you already done sports during nope. quarantine? I haven't even talked about it. That's a heck of a no. Yeah, yes, that's we, a great idea. We should we, do that. We, we should what do a couple sports? of hours on that. Hey, Dwayne, what do you think about the Astros cheating scandal? Oh my god! Oh, do not go down that rabbit hole. Uh oh. Yeah, let's not let's not go down that one again. There, are, there are phones and podcast players clicking off <laughs> right now. Is. I know I downloaded this episode. Is there a way to upload it back so it doesn't even <laughs> rest on my player? 
I, I did um I, I did in listening in listening to last week's uh episode after um after it came out, I did notice and I it it was and by the way, Mark, sorry about this, but um I used I used the phrase at some point when talking about this because I, I talked about the Bundesliga coming back from in Germany and then and then talked about the Premier League. And I used the phrase English soccer. And when I was listening to it back, I thought that that's just terrible, right? Because if you're in England, you don't say, "Hey, sh- should we watch? Should we watch some English soccer?" <laughs> no, it's football, right? So, yeah, right. Like, like I, I, I it could be American soccer because it's soccer here, but but that's English football. That's that's English football. So I either need to refer to it as soccer, so that people who listen to this in the United States know what I'm referring to, or refer to it by its proper name as English football because English soccer doesn't exist. It's not a thing. It doesn't exist at all. And I just made it up. So um, anyway, my bad. And we will hope to correct that in, in future episodes. Who are you apologizing to? <laughs> I'm, I'm, con- I'm concerned that when, uh, when English football returns, that if anybody finds out that I was on a podcast referring to it as English soccer, I will not be allowed to watch. Yeah, the hooligans are going to come after you. Is there any way to keep them from doing that? Is is there a way to stymie their activities? Can you do that? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah um, if I don't get my word in at the top of the show, it doesn't happen. <laughs> wow. So what other feedback did we have? Um, or follow up? Well, um, Sarah Judson Brown suggested that we uh, do a section. Have you seen the master classes um, ads? I have. Yes, yeah. I have. And um, they they are advertisers on a number of podcasts I listen to. Um, I don't believe, however, that they are. If I look, I don't believe that they are an advertiser on this episode of our podcast. So we're free to talk about them. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, so her idea uh, as a suggestion for something for us to talk about was master classes, except ones that are taught by people who shouldn't be teaching them. And then I watched Saturday Night Live uh, last week, and they basically did this bit. So if we do it, it's like we're ripping off Saturday Night Live, which is not fair because Sarah had the idea first. So Saturday Night Live ripped off Sarah's idea. Yes. So we we would actually, we wouldn't be ripping off Saturday Night Live. We would be sort of restoring the rightful owner because she didn't ask Saturday Night Live to do that. She asked us to do that. Exactly. So as an example, masterclass acting taught by William Shatner. What you must do is enunciate. It's 14 hours long. (laughs) Six minutes of content, 14 hours to get through. Questionable topics from unreliable sources. Masterclasses by Sarah Judson Brown. The, 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 um, yeah. Okay. I don't, um, that's probably going to take some preparation because right. the first seven that popped into my head right now, we can't use. So the person, one of the people who gives us the most feedback would, would like to see what we could come up with, with that premise. Yep. You know what that is? This just became a teaser. Tune in next week. <laughs> next week. Okay. All right. I guess, I guess we have our, uh, okay. Yep. You've got your marching orders. We have homework. 
Uh, what are we talking oh, about? Oh, you wait, you know what? Open this week. You know what? Oh, okay. Oh, I get, I, I, I've got it now, right? Okay, so I'm just, okay. I'm trying to think, right? Okay, you just as get a, into a groove, you can't just spring these things, right? On so, so like, just as a teaser, I'm trying to get it in my head, like, what would this look like? Um, so it's like a topic taught by people that have no business. So, um, running a successful podcast by Todd and Dwayne. Exactly. That's a perfect example. There, there you go. There we go. Okay. Now I'm locked in. It. Okay. Next week we are on next this. Week. We got it. Okay. Thanks, Sarah. Riding Thank a, you, Sarah, riding a bicycle tip. without hitting somebody by Dwayne Johnson. Golf without hitting a house by Todd Prince. By Todd Prince. There you go. See, that's a, that's a good one. These are a lot of masterclasses on what not to do. You know, this isn't, this isn't teaching you skills. This is teaching you what to avoid in life. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, to, to, to Lucas's point, I mean, at one point there was a, there was a book out there that said how to golf like Tiger Woods. And I thought I'm, I'm not paying 2195 to say line up at the tee, hit the drive straight down the fairway, 425 yards. Yeah, I know that that's how to golf like Tiger Woods. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> and the book isn't helping. There's no book in the world that's going to teach me how to hit a ball 425 yards. It's not going to happen. Hey, Dwayne, how are we, uh, how are we coming on our, uh, on that, uh, recovering our Google money from the nineties? <laughs> so interesting. You should ask. I submitted a claim as we reported last week, submitted the claim and I got a letter back saying they needed more information. Given that Prince Johnson was at least 20 years ago, we didn't have a whole lot more information to give. So, so I picked up the phone and I called the state treasurer's office. And the lady that I talked to to begin with said, yeah, we're not really the department that can handle that, but let me take your number and I'll have somebody call you back. So that was great. So this guy called me back. This guy calls me back yesterday and we're kind of talking through it. And I'm, you know, laying it out that, you know, it's a consulting company. We didn't have any assets. We only had one client when the client decided that we were done, then we, we were, were done. <laughs> we were done, right? So we operated out of our houses. There weren't any assets to distribute. We still don't exactly know how Google has $22.03 of our money, but they apparently do. So I said, can I, I, I don't have tax returns from that old. Todd doesn't have tax returns from that old. We checked with the Secretary of State's website. They don't have any record that we were a business. I, I don't know what to tell you. He's like, well, I mean, I can't take some guy's word over the phone that he really owns this money. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I kind of see your point. Can I write you a letter? It's like, sure, why not? Um, I so, don't know. So, I, I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate the effort that this guy's going to, but just to catch everybody up, Dwayne told him a story over the phone. and he, and. The answer is, I can't just accept your word over the phone. So Dwayne says, what if I write everything that I just told you down and mail it to you? And that's acceptable. Cool. All right. <laughs> so, and he says, I said, I, I mean, you know, $22, even if we don't get it, it's not going to break me. Uh, this is pretty much just fodder for our podcast at this point. And he starts laughing. And then he's like, okay, so write this all down, um, lay it all out, give us your contact information and Todd so that we can call him. I'm like, you know, I could call him up 
and we could dial him in on this call. He's like, yeah, that's not going to do me any good. We're really going to need to have something in writing to independently verify this. But even when I get it, we've got this oddball file that I'm going to throw it in for stuff that we don't know what to do with. And, you know, we'll see what comes out of it. I mean, if it was a thousand dollars, yeah, we'd probably have a, a, a more of a challenge with it. But for $22 and three cents, we're probably just going to pay it out. So, and three years from now, that's that story that you just told is going to be turned into an eight episode miniseries documentary on Netflix. <laughs> All the ins and outs of the money and the players and and who who sent a letter to who. It's it's going to be awesome. Can we get a deal? We need a Netflix deal, a producer deal. You know who gets the producer deal? Amy and Lisa do. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah they 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 should they should get all that. Yep, yep. But, but as long as we get our twenty two dollars and three cents, so we'll see. We submitted it. Um, they're going to call you at some point, apparently, to verify that you are who you say you are. And that- now they're verifying that I am who you said I am. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I've I've made no claims up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it'll help so, if you write it down i don't know so the the last part of the letter says please do not hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions thanks so much for your assistance in the return of these funds however small to us we will undoubtedly use it to celebrate our success winner when we are finally able to get together again very best regards to Wayne johnson you know what i'm thinking is what you should have done is put the letter into the fact section of our website. Oh, it's going up. <laughs> and then and then it's got a picture of you and me and our names. And so he could just reference that. That's true. And say, look, trust me, this podcast that we've been now doing for 10 episodes is not just an elaborate ploy to try to figure out how to scam $22 from 1990 out of Google. And three cents. Don't forget the three cents. And three cents. Right. Every last penny. Although... Every- Although if that's what we were doing, that would make a much better Netflix movie. <laughs> it's a heist. It's a heist movie for twenty bucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not going anywhere unless somebody gets killed by a tiger. Oh. Lucas, are you the only one of the three of us that has watched Tiger King? Yeah, I, I, I assume. Um, I haven't, Todd. I have not. I just I assume that Lucas has been home being uh, uh, online learning for the last two months. And so somebody just said, you know what? Screw it. I understand it's calculus. Just watch Tiger King (laughs) and write a report. (laughs) Your calculus teacher didn't do that, did she? I'm paying good money for this. (laughs) She did not. Thankfully. Thankfully. So you watched it freely, uh, uh, yeah, totally it was an, of your own volition. It was an extracurricular activity. Get a drama credit for it. Yeah. Also, it could be a psychology credit too, based on some of the people in that show. It's like watch this and write down everything that you think is wrong with the people in this show. You have a maximum of fifty pages. Go. He did take, he did take sociology this semester. Maybe it counts there. It definitely would. It absolutely would count. Wouldn't be surprised if it popped up in a future section in his class. Uh, We watched My Strange Addiction in that class. It was strange, you know. I mean, that's expected, I guess. 
give him the title. That story was like an onion where you just you just sort of peeled back the layers and it was like, <laughs> here's my strange addiction. I think that peeled back to it was strange. And then that peeled well, okay, it was a small onion, but it was an onion. It's <laughs> a pretty lame onion. So when do we actually start recording this? I don't I don't know. Are we going yet? Uh, let's see. Go back let's go back to the rundown, see where we're at. Oh, you know what else we're not going to do? We're not going to do the NFL survey. We're not going to have time for that this week because we're already at 35 minutes. And uh, it would be unfair. With but they might here. make a decision without our input if we don't get to it soon. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell is just sitting there going, I really need this from Dwayne before I can figure out how many people we can put in the stands for kickoff in August. Do, your, do you like your cold hot dogs at $15, $18, or $27? I need to know. It's Soldier Field. They're brats. But okay. They say they're brats. They're just hot dogs. When you say that they're brats, you can add $5 onto the price of everything. It's, it's true. They burn them so bad it doesn't matter. You can't tell what the hell they are. <laughs> what? These are brats. Well, they started out like that, but now... Bordering on charcoal. Lucas, did you have a brat the last time you were at Soldier Field? I believe so. I really want to speak to the person who cooked it because they managed to hit a level of like burnt and undercooked, which is astronomical. Like how, how on earth did they manage that one? Both I'm overcooked not, and raw in yeah. the same in the same brat. Yeah, it was it was honestly very impressive. That's why you go for that. Uh, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why you go to the stadium because you can only get that in a stadium. It's true. So the last the last time we went to Soldier Field, uh, Amy and I took Lucas and his friend Adam. I know where this is going. Fifty six thousand people, right, cheering at the top of their lungs. Some for the Bears, some against the Bears. Regardless, football game going in loud stadium. I look over. What's my son doing, Lucas? F- physics homework. Physics homework. Listen, I... <laughs> it had to get done. I pushed it off the last minute. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. What he was really doing, just let's be honest though, it's physics, right? What he was doing was calculating the odds that a kicker could kick a ball and knock it off both uprights and still not go through. That's a handy piece of information for the Bears. That's what that is. That's a, that's a piece of information you don't need often, but when you need it, you really need it. That was the game where he hit the goalpost four times. I believe that's the Archimedes double doink uh, theorem. Yes. Yeah. But the the good news for Lucas, though, was because he was doing his physics homework in the stadium, the lady sitting next to him was a teacher who was able to help him. Yeah. What are the odds of that one? Right? It worked out just fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm running through my list in my head of how many... How many NFL stadiums could you go to and pull out a physics book and not make it out of the stadium? I'm thinking a lot. I'm just. (laughs) Dude, what are you doing? Physics homework. Okay, fine. Whatever. I was lucky they didn't throw my graphing calculator onto the field. Some angry fan yanks it out of my hand and just hucks it. More more lucky that security even let you bring that in. What the hell is that? That's a graphing calculator. Uh, I don't even know what that is, but that looks bad. (laughs) Yeah, you can't you can't bring that in here. That's uh, that's no no. Last thing we need to do is expose these football players to a calculator. Come on, dude. You can have a sign and taunt them. That's fine, but please don't be don't be doing physics homework in front of them. (laughs) It's just not fair. Lucas, did you uh, did you? Come prepared this week with something that you learned? Uh-oh. <laughs> um, 
Actually, I did. I did learn something this week. Okay, um, his, cool. his last week of high school, and he's like, "Oh wait, I did. Oh, yes, wait. there was that thing." You might be disappointed, but it has nothing to do with my high school career. <laughs> I nothing. didn't assume it would actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, I finally, after the uh, millions of ads on other podcasts and YouTube, they I finally got a free trial of skillshare and uh this this podcast is not sponsored by skillshare i want to make that clear um and yeah i looked up a video on how to learn how to solve a rubik's cube because there's been a there's been a cube in my room for like a good i want to say 11 12 years that's that got mixed up once and has stayed unsolved since about two days ago for a good 12 years you you had to have a video to learn how to peel the stickers off and put them on the right side <laughs> that's how everybody else solves them but yeah it i learned it pretty quick um i wait pretty quick quick it wouldn't be accurate at all it, I, it took me about five hours because my original preconception about rubik's cubes was like oh you have to be like really like only like smart people know how to f- figure out rubik's cubes like the you have to be um 163 iq like rocket scientist you know i might be a bit exaggerating but uh, it turns out you just memorize like this like three different patterns and it just like solves itself you just do the same thing over and over again and I feel lied to personally. You, b- you basically just fold it, right? You just you just fold it. You do. You just fold it in. You, you fold it in, and then and then it's you just I, it, and it just solves itself. You just fold it. You just turn right. it, and it solves it. Uh huh. The references yeah, the are part. better when nobody gets them. Yeah. That's really uh, that's that's really the piece de resistance uh, when uh, when 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 we tell people where the references are coming from. And, and they they still don't pick him up. That's fine. That's fine. Lucas hasn't watched Shit's Creek. No, not yet. Or listen to the episode where we said that our references are coming from Shit's Creek. <laughs> also true. I'm feeling really attacked. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm trapped in this room by by my father, but like at least go easy on my first time on the podcast. And. Well, but it's, we, we made Mark Fel- we made Mark Felderman cry the first time he was on. So oh trust me, this is easy. <laughs> oh For the boy. record, it's the third time you were invited, but the first time you've been on. You know what? <laughs> Technically, it's the first time he showed up. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> hey, are we going to record? Yeah, we're waiting for Lucas. Okay. Hey, he just left the house. Huh. Hmm. All right. Guess, guess we're doing without him. Scrap wow. those notes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Todd, what did you learn this week? Was that was that was that all of it, Lucas? I, I guess we're just. Well, I mean, yeah, I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube. Also, got exposed thoroughly. We're just gonna brush over that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay, if we're if we're coming clean, the reason why you're being attacked is because I'm just jealous that you learned how to solve a Rubik's cube, and I've never been able to do that. So you know, there you go. There, my my uh, my jealousy is just being manifested as as uh, as anger. Well, Todd, yeah, I, if you I use, could get on board with that, I haven't solved it either. If you use our special promo code, we could get you 30 days free of skill. No, we can't. I can't. 
We're not. We, we don't got the sponsors yet. <laughs> Our podcast isn't sponsored, but Lucas is. Yeah, and I'm so, sponsored by Skillshare. <laughs> he's, he's, brought, he's brought his own sponsorship. Little to your knowledge, I've been an agent for Skillshare this whole time. They've, the they've hired he, me. The reason why he hasn't made in the last two is the contract wasn't dry on the sponsorship deal. So he wasn't rolling out of bed for less than 100K. <laughs> yeah. So now that that's in place, now he can start going on podcasts. Hey, we hit 150 downloads this week with, uh, with, oh, the, with the magic of... Thank you. That's And that's all told. That's not individual Right. That's not. Yeah, but that means last week we hit we hit uh, we hit thirty three percent. Well, we saw a fifty percent increase in our downloads in one week, and thirty three percent of all of our downloads happened last week alone. So momentum. Yeah, uh, through the magic of compound interest. That's how I think. That's how that works. I don't know what that means. Maybe it'll grow exponentially, like something else going on in the world right now. Hey, hey, Sarah. Based based on based on those few numbers, could you work out a spreadsheet and let us know where we're going to be in about a year? Thanks. Sarah's on that. She's got time. Yeah, doing the spreadsheets. uh, What? So, what did you learn this week, Todd? Okay. So, if you liked the breathe story from last week, you're going to love this one. Because I noticed another, uh, after, after telling that story, I kind of stepped back a little bit and realized, oh, there's another place that this same basic thing is happening to me. <clears throat> so in addition to using the Breathe app to try to calm down, um, on occasion, I will, I will use, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take, a, take my blood pressure using a home blood pressure monitor, one of the ones you can buy at Target or Walmart or whatever. So, you know, you want to see where your blood pressure is, right? You got to track it. The one that I have is, uh, it, it, it includes Bluetooth so that you can, um, you can send all of the information directly to your phone so you don't have to type in all the numbers, which is great because you, use, you do this thing where it, it does... It measures it, then waits a minute, measures it, and waits a minute, and then measures it, and then averages out the three of them, and then it sends all that data to your phone. After that's so you sit there, you get your blood pressure measure, or you know, go through, measure the blood pressure, right? And again, you're measuring your blood pressure, right? Just that's that's the point of this machine. Is it is it just me, or do I sense a theme coming here? <laughs> There's a little bit of foreshadowing coming here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know that the the Bluetooth stack between the blood pressure monitor and the app are written by the same people that wrote the breathe app, but I think they're neighbors. So here's what you have to do. This is eventually what I figured out over a number of trial and error uh, issues. All I want to do is get my blood pressure number onto my phone. That's it. It's pretty simple. When you're done with all your readings, you open up your phone, you open up the app, you click on the button, says transfer numbers. The next thing that happens is you have to pick which blood pressure monitor, not not the list of them, but you had to have paired it with your phone. So you have to pick which one that you've paired with your phone that you want to get the readings from. So even if you only have one, you still have to pick that one, right? I, I don't know what else it would do, but you have, you have to push, you know, pick that one. So then once you do that, you then hit the button that says transfer readings, and it will immediately, as soon as you hit that button, say, can't find the monitor, failed. That's handy. So being a computer guy, what you think is, hmm, you know what? I bet you if I hit the button again, you know, maybe it'll work. Nope. It turns out it doesn't matter how many times you hit the button, it will always fail. So what you have to do is you, so you say transfer, then you hit the button that says, this is mine. Then you hit the button that says transfer, then it errors out. 
At that point, you have to cancel out the entire process and start over. Then you hit transfer readings, hit the button, hit transfer again. This time it doesn't air out immediately. It spins for 30 seconds and then says transfer failed. At that point, if you haven't thrown your phone or the blood pressure monitor across the room, by the way, they're tougher than they look. Um, They bounce and it's cool. (laughs) At that point, and only at that point, if you hit the button a second time after it has failed, then it will say, oh, transferring now. Bing, there you go. So between my this- be, between my breathe app not starting and then and then my blood pressure app not working i'm coming to the conclusion that the more tech i add to uh measure my health the worse worse my health is getting <laughs> by I the way the- this 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 uh this episode is also not sponsored by Omron makers of frustrating blood pressure monitors Omron don't use them i i I'm wondering if um, the people that made that app are the same people that made my um, United Healthcare Motion app that tracks my steps, because it basically goes through the exact same thing. I click to sync it, and it says, "Eh, no, I'm not going to do that." And don't, don't uh, feel like it. No, I I really don't. Um, and then sometimes it does, and then sometimes it times out. Um, but if I haven't uploaded my steps, um, every, you know, five or six days, it starts sending me reminders. Hey, don't forget, you know, it'll only store seven days worth of data. And if you don't upload it, you're not going to get any credit, which means I, I wouldn't get credit for the steps that I haven't taken because, you know, I only hit my goal about once every four days, maybe, but you know, whatever. So you're saying you're getting into round of golf about once every four days. Yep. That's pretty good. Okay. Yep. (laughs) Valid assumption. Yep, that's about right. It's a lot better during refing season. I would make it four or five times a week, but yeah, not so much now. Yeah, there's your there's there, there's the problem. <laughs> it's, Pretty it's, much, yeah, it's your it's it's your walking goal. <laughs> oh no, during refing season, I make it all the time. Yeah, just walk up the court, walk down the court, walk up the court. Ref, you're missing it. I wouldn't say I'm missing it. Listen, this app isn't very good. I don't get credit for steps if, it, if I'm moving too fast. It confuses it. So I have to saunter up and down the court. I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting paid enough to ref. I've got to supplement it with the three dollars that I might earn by hitting all of my step goals. So, Dwayne, what did you learn this week? Together, actually, Lucas and I learned. Um, but most, mostly me, um, we installed a microwave this week. How'd that go? Well, you know, there was a lot of, uh, and some more of, uh, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, uh, that. Yeah. I was in the corner with a slide whistle. It was, he was Uh, not happy. This is the, this is the second appliance for the record major appliance that we've had to install during the pandemic. Uh, The dishwasher died. It was three and a half years old. The brand new dishwasher that was here when we moved into the house, dishwasher died, but I'd been wanting it to die because we didn't like this dishwasher anyway. Um, We, what we really wanted was the old dishwasher from our old house. Um, So we just went and bought as soon as there's a warning for Dwayne's neighbors. I didn't like those neighbors anyway. So I just wish they would die and I could have my old neighbors back. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no, not true. No, not true. <laughs> I want to state that unequivocally for the record. Well, no. you like them now. I'm just saying if they, if you turn on them, they better watch out. <laughs> I was hoping they would leave. <laughs> so we we just we didn't even hardly do any research. We just went and bought the Bosch 800 that we installed in the old house and hired Best Buy and Best Buy came out and installed it and it was great and I love our new dishwasher. But Two days after Best Buy installed it, I got an email from Best Buy saying, yeah, we're not doing any more uh, in-home installs due to the pandemic. Oh, whew, boy, dodged a bullet there. Glad we got the dishwasher installed. Yeah, because otherwise Lucas had a whole new thing he was going to be doing. <laughs> yep. So, so then last week, the microwave dies. It it's shorting out. It's a known issue. This GE microwave that came with the house continues to short out. It's blowing breakers. Can't be repaired. It's not worth it. You know what? Fine. Need to replace it. But I can go out and I can buy that machine at Home Depot, at Lowe's, at Best Buy. I can walk in and I can walk out with it. They had five of them at the West Des Moines Lowe's. And Amy says, if you can buy it, are you really sure you want to? It's really not very highly rated. Thanks, Consumer Report. It's a valid valid point right there. Right? It really is. Doesn't that say something? And you know what it says to me? It says the swap out is going to be really easy because it's the same machine. <laughs> you know what? Foreshadowing. I mean, it's the same, right? So <clears throat> bolts, wires, everything. Should just line up, right? Right. It would. Yes, yeah. exactly. So even Had if... We- even if- even if the performance isn't great, the fact that you're going to have to install this on your own right. means that you are right now valuing the ease of implementation over some perceived problems in the future around functionality, because at least you will get to install it fairly easily and you will have a functioning appliance in your house. Exactly. Easy in, easy out, $289 later, boom, we'd be done. That was not the path we chose. Nope. <laughs> Oh, fine. So there's this Whirlpool, top three on Consumer Reports, good fan, right? Fine. Great. We can order it, pick it up in three days. Great. All good. Plus no microwave for another three days. So no vegetables, which also makes Lucas happy. True? Well, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Go pick up the new microwave, read the new manual, read the old manual, take down the GE and the old bracket, which... As expected, does not match. Great. The venting extends out from the wall a good four inches. I can already tell that this is not going to be good. <sighs> Fine. So we measure, we install the new bracket, we start, and we then we start getting into the venting. <sighs> Fine. The, Go to the basement. The, the the microwaves venting or your venting. There was a whole lot of venting going on. I'm just going to say. It got all, all mixed together. Yes, there was tons. When yeah. you say we got into the venting, we're just all into it, all of it now. Okay. My, my father was dealing with the microwave venting. I was having to deal with his venting. You know. <laughs> was he, let me ask you this. At this point, was he still talking in complete sentences or had he had he reached the level of frustration where he was down to just sentence fragments? Yeah, it, it reached a level of like syllables. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a couple points. So, okay. So the, the tool that I, 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 so I'm looking at it and I, you know what I need? I need to go get my 10 snips. So I get out of the basement. 
I start digging around. I spent 20 minutes in the basement looking for the tin snips. You know where they were? Garage? No. No, the tin snips that I remember having were actually the tin snips that my father owns in the bottom of his toolbox. (laughs) (laughs) I don't own any tin snips. (laughs) And it took you how long to realize that? Uh, At least 20 minutes. Wait a minute. Okay. I don't own any. (laughs) Criminy. So I go back upstairs with these clippers that I do have and, and tackle the venting and, and rip it out of the wall. Wait, can we take, can we take a sec? Uh, Sure. You, you, you cutting through that, that venting, like he, he used pliers. Let's make that clear. So that's the equivalent of like trying to cut a piece of paper in half with a pair of toenail clippers was not effective. And did you did you think about using toenail clippers? Because that may have given you a better It might have been more leverage. effective. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been any worse than what I was using. It was awful. Actually, the worst thing you could have used? What's Amy's favorite knife in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't go anywhere near those. Okay, okay. So you did make at least one good decision this right. entire time. We would have I, had at, to be dealing with a lot more venting if that at one point at one point I took the hacksaw and took it apart and just took the blade of the hacksaw and cut through part of the vent. For the record, it's a poor craftsman that blames his tools. All I was doing was blaming my tools the entire time. So I reworked the venting again. You know what? F- fine. Finally rip it out of the wall, put the damper on the back of the new. Everything's going to line up, right? We'll look at it. Yep, that's great. Super fine. Got it out. It'll be great. That four inches of venting is not going to be a problem because it's gone. Super. Lucas, Amy, and I, it took three of us to get this whirlpool up into the brackets, put it up in place, lean it in, screw it in. Everything's tight. Solid. We're great. Super. Really? Yep. Okay, fine. Go plug it in, flip the switch, turn on the fan, dust everywhere and i mean everywhere <sighs> did you watch did you happen to watch uh, an installation video for microwaves on skillshare before you attempted this <laughs> that would have been handy had i known we had one <laughs> i'm just saying i hear there's some good stuff on that site todd I, i'm glad you asked see with skillshare you could have you could have tons of Local or faraway people teach you on how to install a microwave correctly the first time. If only we had Skillshare. You better be getting paid for this. Skillshare.com slash Lucas. So I get the flashlight and I peer around underneath. There's a three quarter of an inch gap between the damper and the vent, which would explain why the air is blowing straight out and straight down the wall and blowing drywall everywhere. (sighs) Fine. At this point, it's nine o'clock at night. I look at Lucas. Lucas looks at me. I'm like, okay, we're done. Just we're done. We'll, we'll deal with it in the morning. We're done. Okay. So I'm just going to give you some credit there because the one thing you could have done at that point is say, Lucas, get me all the duct tape we have in this house. (laughs) And then, and (laughs) And then you just you just put the duct tape between the bottom of the microwave and the wall and you just you just seal it. <laughs> and and you're like, it's not right, but it's not wrong. <laughs> and it's then it's gonna be the next guy's problem. And when he, when the next person moves into this, they're gonna be pissed. <laughs> but you didn't do that. So good good on you. 
thank you. So the scary thing is, is that's what popped into my head of how to solve <laughs> So go to bed. Get up in the morning. Um, actually, got up at four thirty in the morning because we taped the podcast, and then I went and I and we installed the whirlpool. Woke up at four thirty in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Added to the podcast because Sarah right was there. wondering where the podcast was. <laughs> yes, because Sarah wanted the podcast. Yeah. So then we hop in the car. Amy and I hop in the car. Go to Home Depot. Go to Home Depot. We got extra duct. We got new duct work to fill that three quarter of an inch gap. We got aluminum tape, which is better than duct tape. And we got tin snips, which I would have forgotten had Amy not reminded me to buy tin snips. No, I got those at home. Like- <laughs> I don't have them at home. They're at the bottom of the toolbox. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so we get back home. We take down the we take down the whirlpool. We cut I cut the new duct work with the tin snips. Lucas says, Hey, you found the tin snips. Where were they? And I'm, I said, yeah, I found them. They were at Home Depot. It's great. <laughs> where, where were they? Aisle 12. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> where they were. Attach, tape, screw. I put the screws to hold screws in to hold the ductwork. But if I put the screws in, they're, then they're going to block this damper, this swinging thing from working. So what I learned was... If I drill the hole and put the screw in and then take the screw out, the vent will hold in place because it's crimped long enough for me to use the aluminum tape to tape the entire thing in place. So I crimped it in four different places and it's solid and it's not going anywhere. And now it's extra solid because it's aluminum taped all the way around. Fantastic. So screw it in, unscrew it. It creates a fold, Todd. You just fold it in there. Just fold it in. You just fold it in. And then you tape the <laughs> out of it. That's what I'm saying. So when I said, give me all the duct tape you have, the only thing I got wrong in that was the type of tape that you're using yeah. to mount your microwave. It's true. You weren't wrong. So up goes the microwave for the second time. But this time, everything lines up. The vents are inside each other. Everything's tight. The tape did its job. For the record, aluminum tape is miracle stuff. It really is. Uh, hit the fan. No, Almost no dust. I mean, there's still a little bit of dust. But it works. It looks good. So this week, I learned aluminum tape is magic. And and that brings us to our real sponsor this week, Home Depot's own name brand aluminum tape. And same as Todd last week. Oh, good. I've got something for this week I learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's isn't it something now that the ridiculously annoying uh, uh, experiences that we have now over the week, uh, at least it's it's sort of a Zen thing where you go, well, at least I got something to talk about. <laughs> you bet. Again, fodder for the podcast. It's, it's what we got. Not that I'm um, uh, questioning your your uh, ability um, to put in to install this microwave and to be completely honest, um, I probably would have uh, had the same level of difficulty. Um, <laughs> my 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 history shows that would not have been a single trip to Home Depot. However, and and I'm just going to throw this out to Lucas. Lucas, what you should probably be doing for the next I don't know at least couple of months while you're there is anytime you think that somebody's going to use the microwave, just like go across to the to like the to the back wall. So if the microwave happens to build up some pressure and shoot out of the wall and kind of go across the kitchen, 
you you want that to go left or right on the video because that'll be very pleasing. You don't want that to come straight at you. So that's yeah. just, <laughs> it's a jump scare. And then and then Dwayne going, huh? That's weird. Would have thought that aluminum tape would have held. Guess not. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what my problem was? Didn't use enough tape. <laughs> Dad'll have to go get the ten snips, and I'll have to go get the slide whistle, and it'll be a hole. So again, yep, that's what I learned. And what Lucas learned was, do not help his dad replacing yeah. anything around the house. <laughs> be near, be near because it's be near because it's funny, but don't be involved in the project. I learned that next time my father asked me, "Hey, you want to help me out with something?" Don't. The answer is no. The answer, the answer is, is always no. <laughs> Do I want to or will I? <laughs> Ask why first. Ask. Ask why and what it is, just so you can get the full details ahead of schedule. Oh. A real commitment. Do you think? Are we ready for thank yous, or should we wrap this thing up? Yeah, I, I don't think we can take any more learning for the rest of the week. So yeah, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> So our thank yous this week and acknowledgements, uh, music, note, the copyright, Happy Boy, as always, by Kevin McLeod, available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks, as always, to Podbean for hosting. Apparently, also, thanks to Home Depot and Aluminum Tape. And Skillshare. And Skillshare. Thank you. I forgot that one. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any place else that you listen to your podcasts. You can tweet at us at Talking to Todd. The website is talkingtotodd.com, which is the easiest place to go to sign up or share with your friends. I still have a note in here that you could leave us a voicemail. I put that in last week. You did. I did. You could call and leave us a voicemail. You know what? Nobody called. So no, nobody calls anymore. Nobody leaves nobody voicemail. I, they could probably text us. Hey, text us at 515-257-6272. That's 515-257-6272. Send us a text. What's that? You guys are really hip with the kids, I got to say. You're you're nailing this PR PR stuff. We we we, we rule the social meds. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not allowed one of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you can send us your feedback at feedback at talking to Todd.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Lucas, do you have anything else to add? Uh, thanks for having me guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for joining us. It's been great. We're glad you could. Todd. For once. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Lucas, for showing up. Yeah, I made it this time. So we're going to have to schedule like three more appointments, and maybe I'll hit one of them for the next time I'm on. Hey, we'll take it. It's been great. <laughs> Until next week, we've been talking to Todd. Thank you.
I usually cut it off before it gets to the clarinet, but I thought you might like to listen to that. It's nice. I enjoyed it.